One day to call my mama to remind her we ain't broke. I'm on the move with it. They all watching like what he do with it. It's a night I'm on the move with it. They all watching like what he do with it. Look at him go, look at him go. the most must hear sports podcast in history welcome to first round ko i am your host ko aka our j diggers and i'm joined as always by hansen but before i get to him i do want to just say i didn't put anything out on social media as far as first round ko goes i was very active on my uh personal account um but obviously i just want to put it out there that first round ko and all the branches of first round ko um fully support the black live black lives matter movement. Um, we obviously, uh, I actually donated in the name of first round KO with a lot of the profits that I've made over the past couple months. I don't really know exactly, but, um, yeah, I, I, I just wanted to put that out there. I didn't put out an official statement or anything. We're not that official as a quote unquote company or anything, but, uh, yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, uh, that, that is also why we haven't really been recording. Um, I, I have been in a <laughs> weird state of mind over the past few weeks. Um, as, as a lot of people have been, um, too. So a lot of, a lot of close people to me have been affected by this. So, um, it's been, it's been weird. Um, but we are going to slightly discuss this, um, when we get to football and <laughs> the leader of that, uh, <laughs> that organization, but we will get to that. Um, so I just wanted to get that out of there, but anyway, Hanson, how have you been? It's been wild, man. It's been really <laughs> wild. It, it's been a it's been a pretty crazy, what t- two and a half weeks now. So, it, yeah. and uh, you know things are changing for good, and that's that's great. And yes. they're going in the right direction, and people are starting to finally understand how this this country should be operating. People are turning heads, and that's what we need right now. Um, everything needs to be positive, and that's the way it's starting to go. And positive change is happening. So I'm uh, I'm very proud of everybody that's taking the big steps right now. And I wish I could be more of a part of it too. I do. And I, I don't know. I, I'll say this now in case I forget to say it, because when we do talk about Roger Goodell, I am happy that he is taking these steps. I do want to put that out there. I, I will have some criticism when we get to that, because there were a lot of things that came to my mind. Um, but I, I am happy that he came public and happy that he did all that. But yeah, um, I... <laughs> we talk about you said two and a half weeks uh it's two weeks today that i got my switch <laughs> and animal crossing has absolutely consumed my life <laughs> good 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 it, dude oh my i play it hours on end I, I was playing it at work today because it was slow old point it was before you messaged me and then i was like all right maybe i should actually look at the notes for the podcast <laughs> and then we got busy and i was like well oh, all right at least is. i got the Animal Crossing, it's just absolutely consumed my life. It's so fun to play. I've been but, hearing um, that a lot. I don't own a Switch. Otherwise, I feel like I'd be in the same boat. I have been waiting to get a Switch for so long, and then quarantine hit. You know, was, and it actually took me about two weeks to find one yeah, because they're all sold the out. Fat, like, yeah, the 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 production was slowed down because of uh well, because of the virus right away when they exactly the quarantine. So yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So I actually eventually found one from GameStop and ordered that and a bunch of games. So nice. I've been I've been living pretty well in the past. Okay for your Switch? <laughs> no, <laughs> absolutely not. Do they make WWE two K for the Switch? <laughs> yeah, they do. Oh, I, I was looking on a big AAA console, man. I was looking through the promoted games, and they they weren't even promoting WWE two K twenty. They weren't even promoting two K twenty or two K nineteen. It was promoting WWE two K eighteen as one of the games the to best. buy. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but no, I've read out of Animal Crossing, Breath of the Wild, um, Super Kart? Smash, obviously, and Mario Kart. Dude, yep. Mario Kart, I just play for hours. Genuinely, I'll just be like, okay, I'm just gonna play some Mario I'm Kart beat for a little this bit. Whole game in one sitting. <laughs> Exactly. I need to get that mindset for Switch, though. I need to start unlocking people. But Animal Crossing, man, it's just it's just Animal Crossing twenty four seven. Especially this, this new Animal Crossing specifically. Oh, it's it's just I can't say enough good th- good things about it. It's just amazing. Anyway, we have some sports things to talk about. Sports are coming back. We're gonna have a we're gonna have live sports. We're gonna have live sports. I mean, yes, we've had UFC, which has actually been quite we're entertaining to watch. More UFC. We're going to get even more, <laughs> more UFC, kind which we'll get to UFC. as I speak about, I mean, this is today, this is from earlier today, but I'm literally staring at Dana White on first take this morning. Yeah, and that's exactly where I got all this from. I was watching first. Take oh, perfect. On. Yeah. And so, yeah, it looks like <laughs> Island's a thing in Abu Dhabi. At yeah. Abu yeah. Dhabi Yaz Island. <clears throat> It's the Yaz Island from Abu Dhabi. And I, because I'm, I'm a subscriber to Wrestling Observer, he, uh, they obviously do MMA stuff there. So I, I have been hearing a lot of UFC stuff lately too. And yeah, I, a lot of people thought this, this was just a rumor at first, this whole Fight Island thing, but it's a real thing. The, the thing that blows my mind, I think it, it, the construction must have started earlier on this before they made the announcement because the whole idea behind this was let's get people we need to have a place where people from out of the country can come to fight because the whole travel ban, that was the whole issue with this. But now the travel, most of the travel bans have kind of lifted. So there's not really a need for this, but I bet you data was just like, you know what? Fuck it. We're already building this. We got to keep going. We might as well. So I, I'm excited to see what it looks like. I hope it's just on the fucking beach somewhere. Well, they showed a picture just- on first take. Oh, did they? Yeah, oh, uh, I hope looked, they. It looked like it was just like a, a really cool lit, like LED lit canopy <laughs> on a beach. The bottom third just literally changed to UFC Fight Island. So I hope this is, I'm going to have to watch, watch out for this. But yeah, I'm genuinely excited. Like you have here in the notes, um, the debut is going to be on July 11th. Um, and then continued dates go on to the 15th, 18th and 25th. I'm super excited. They obviously have to catch up on shows. We know this because they have money that they're, you know, a lot of sponsors. They have to make up for all the shows. They're in a lot of debt. They, they need to make a lot of, guys of money. On fight contract too, especially as of recently. That's been their big exactly. thing. Exactly. Um, I'm and oh Conor McGregor, we should mention that too when we get to it. Um but uh, oh, Pansy. But yeah, I'm uh I don't know. I'm excited. I've been watching, I think I've watched about half of the UFC UFC shows that have been on recently. Um but it's been nice. It's not as bad as some people might think, you know, without the fans, you don't need it necessarily as far as like, you know, like wrestling really needs fans, but like UFC actually has been fine with no fans. Yeah. No, it's not like WWE where fans fuel the energy of the whole thing. So, I mean, WWE has done really well without fans. You have to give them a (laughs) 
you have to give them credit for the situation. You know, for an event that's very fueled by fans, at least at the beginning, I thought they did very well. AEW has done well, very well without the fans. A, well, yeah, but for what Vince McMahon has done historically, I feel like we should be impressed with what WWE has done. The only reason I'm not is because there's another company doing it better, and WWE is too stubborn so, yeah, to yeah. to copy them. Like, well, just just do it. Just make it a good show. I but. But yeah, I, I am genuinely excited about this Fight Island thing. I'm waiting for them to show for them to show this picture. But anything else that you want to add on that? Um, I just I think it's something that to note is how quick the frequency of these fights. It's the 11th, the 15th, the 18th, and then a week later the 25th. So that that's four days, three days. Like that's that's pretty quick. So, I think that that's probably a Saturday, a Wednesday, and then two Saturdays. Yeah, so because that's what they did earlier too. Yeah, it's it seems like a really good move. Um, Dana White's a smart guy, uh, <laughs> to to some extent. Sometimes, to some extent, Sometimes. he's not the worst run runner of a professional organization, sports organization we've seen. I think we can yeah. say that. Yeah, that's fair. So, and especially since he basically owns and operates the whole thing on his own. You have to give him credit for what he can do. I don't know. There's still questions about the COVID testing, obviously, um, but it sounds like they're it sounds like they're doing it better than WWE too, who are still just doing temperature checks, which is the absolute bare minimum. Yeah, yeah, um, and, and that's in their state specifically too, in Florida. True. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's still entertaining. So I, I'm, again, I don't know how necessary Fight Island is, but I think it could it could make things entertaining. That's for sure. It'll draw in at least for that first show for that July eleventh show. I think it'll draw in a big pay per view number just because people are going to be so entertain or so interested in what's going on there. Yeah, um, it'll be it'll be interesting. I'm I'm very curious to see what the the turnout is going to be like for fans. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right uh nfl let's talk about this yeah where to start <laughs> um well i think we should start with goodell because that's um that's a nice little turn of events you know i'm uh i'm proud of him for coming out and saying something to in at least some capacity it might not be everything we wanted to hear no, but it is definitely a step in the right direction because he really had no choice when his MVP was out protesting. So, yeah, yeah, one 100%. Like, he definitely needed to say something. I'm glad, obviously, glad in the stance that he took. Um, and kind of admitting, hey, we should have been listening so sooner. Um, I wish he kind of would have named names, as a lot of people think. I uh wish he would have. Um, but I mean, like the comment that I made on social media was, uh, man, I can't even remember. It's like, it's like now you're taking this stance after you've cost so many people their careers already. Yeah. It's, it, it is unfortunate. And it's just so it, it, it drives home the fact that how, like how blown out of proportion that whole Ka Kaepernick thing became like literally people lost like we're out of the league because of that and ended up losing their careers because they were, uh, that's just a simple protest, which just seems crazy nowadays that, that something like that would happen because of that taking a knee and it became something that it totally wasn't. Um, but it, 
but now because of all this, which you have to think all of these protesting and for what it's worth, the looting and everything and the rioting, it's working because people are starting to, people are changing stances at like Roger Goodell, like the NFL. So I, I, again, I am glad of what he said. I, it's, it's just unfortunate that it took him this long. Yeah. And I think this is, this is a turning point and at some capacity, it's already done something pretty major. You'd like to think. And, uh, the NBA is already very advanced into this. Um, baseball, football, and hockey need some help. Soccer's never really had much to do with it from what we've heard or seen even. So, um, I, I think it's now a lead by example thing. You see how well the NBA has done with their racial relation issues and they've been completely like, there hasn't been a race issue in basketball besides front off, like, like team base, like team centralized, which we've seen. Was in it, Sacramento. uh, that was it a Clippers recently. owner? Uh, well, yeah, Clippers Donald owner? Sterling. For Sterling, Clippers. that's what it was. Yeah. Um, and just recently a, uh, Sacramento Kings announcer got fired after DeMarcus Cousins outed him for basically being a racist. So Ooh, I don't know if I knew that Matt one. Barnes came out and like, basically was like, yeah, no, he definitely is right. Not a good guy. We all know. He, he, I think he said those, at like he like at Demarcus Cousins like oh yeah we all know who he is, so wow uh, th- we're gonna be seeing more more of this stuff. You're gonna see some announcers get fired. We've already seen players get let go because of what their wives tweeted, like uh, uh, a a football uh, soccer player. In yeah, so which is yeah I think it, he was a I want to yeah and I believe yeah which is yeah I. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Again, I don't want to speak too much on it because I don't know the full situation, but I've heard, I, I did hear about that. It's just, it is crazy. Uh, uh, but I mean, good. <laughs> These people yeah. aren't getting outed. Yeah. No, it, it's, it's changed for the good and you got to go through bad stuff to get to the good stuff. And we're in the bad stuff still. So we're, we're getting that, to the good stuff yeah. though, slowly, but surely. Speaking of changing for the good, Drew Brees, we 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 definitely have to mention. Yeah, well, um, man, I, I bet you they really wish they would have kept Teddy Bridgewater right now. Yeah. Because I have um, a feeling if they kept Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Brees wouldn't be on the Saints right now. I I don't necessarily think that, but I yeah, he th- this was bad. Um, Drew Brees made his comments about. Uh, I, man, now I, I'm struggling to. It feels like so in lifetime like, ago. Yeah, he was talking about disrefe- disrespecting um, veterans because by kneeling during them. Oh, right. He, he Wait, wasn't hitting like that. Wasn't the message that kneeling is trying to portray? And, exactly. And, and, and I mean, just kneeling in general is a sovereign thing. Like that's a sign well, of respect. That's what floors me. And I mentioned it about the Kaepernick thing. It got way out of proportion. It was totally basically shifted off target. The the whole reason he did that. And I still can't believe someone like Drew Brees doesn't know this. Like just with the people that he's surrounded with in the locker room and stuff there. The reason he did that is because it is, he, he literally talked to a veteran. They just had him on first take on the same episode where he told him this veteran told Kaepernick don't, sit down, don't do, take a knee because that is, that is a, like a thing, a sign of like almost respect, like, yeah. but without disrespecting it. And it's not about the flag. It wasn't about the anthem, anything. It was a silent protest basically for this black lives matter thing. And all of a sudden Drew Brees, however many years later is still thinking that it's the other way. 
I just, I couldn't believe that. Um, I'm glad he backed out on it. A lot of his teammates, even like, uh, Michael Thomas called him out for it. I think Kamara did too. Yeah. Um, I won't even go into what the president was doing. I'm glad because Breeze did eventually kind of retract almost and say, you know, he's wrong. He does need to educate himself. Um, and I won't go into what our president said, but I am glad that he kind of attacked the president after that too. Yeah, about definitely. What. He put him in his place in a way that a lot of people probably weren't expecting him to. So, yeah, I was interested to see how, cause I knew that there was going to be some sort of, uh, retort from Breeze's yeah. part, but uh, yeah. Well, in lighter news, it looks like football is going to be on schedule. Oh, thank God. Now, now, don't don't get too excited. So <laughs> it actually took me recently. I'll watch football with no fans. I don't well, care. It, well, yeah, and there's been players that have come out and said, if we're not going to play with with no fans, you should put mics on us. And I I can't remember. There's specific players that have said it. And I can't remember exactly off the top of my head, but that is a fantastic idea. So if you want to talk about things that the XFL is bringing into the NFL. Oh, this yeah. This is a really good example. Also, well, I mean, the quick replays will be a part of that too. Right. And I, and I mean, we've had mic'd up players before. It's a, well, it's yeah, a thing. Centers, right. And well, and a couple of well, not, linemen. well, and you know, in like high, high profile games, like Monday night, Sunday night football, you'll, you'll mic up like a Luke Keekley or like an Ed Reed back in the day, like a Palomar. You, you, you kind of mic up one of those key guys or one of the team leaders on that other side, because you know that they're going to talk a lot. Um, yeah, I think that would be great. I think that would be amazing. I didn't even hear that that was an option. Um, I absolutely love that idea because that will bring some life to it for sure. Yeah, so after doing a little bit of research, looks like OTAs and all that are still going to be starting as planned. July camps will start. Um, the regular season is planned to schedule a Hall of Fame game will still take place on August 6th. That's Dallas and Pittsburgh. Regular season will still start in Kansas City versus the Texans. Uh, it's looking like no fans. That's on September uh, September 10th. Um, they're going to have daily screenings and tests, and masks must be worn by personnel who aren't playing. And I, I'm assuming that coaches, I think, are going to be in that too if they're all in a practice facility and they're all screened and they're all like good because they have a three-tier right. system um, mm. of people within an organization. The first tier are the players main head so your assistant coaches your head coaches your main position coaches uh trainers physicians and head equipment manager so anybody who comes into personal contact with the players and so that's who your first tier is uh second tier is going to be slightly more restricted in access to the players and they're going to have less places they can be it's ownership front office the lesser coaches and the rest of the equipment team and then the third is the essential workers for the stadium and the facility. So um, the NFL has come out and said that they would need everybody in all of the rooms. That's the weight room, the uh, locker room, the meeting rooms, and the cafeterias to be six feet social distanced. And the NFL is actually going to go in and approve the facilities, which I think is one of the most interesting parts because we haven't really heard about any of the other leagues doing that themselves. They've just, it's been things that they say they have to do, but we haven't come out and heard them say, we're going to come and check. True. Maybe it's implied with some leagues, but it is yeah. kind of nice to hear them say it for sure. Um, yeah. I mean, it all sounds good. I, you got to do what you got to do. Uh, we got to keep people healthy. <laughs> we, but you know, uh, it, it's finding that line between 
still being able to do this and keeping everyone healthy. So I, everything sounds good to me. Well, don't be shocked if you see the NFL do something kind of similar to what NBA is doing and what MLS is going to be doing most likely too down at Disney. Because the MLS has come mm-hmm. out and said that they're probably going to end up starting their season down there as well. Don't be shocked if you see these teams get moved into hotels with their families. And then yeah. they, they quarantine off the hotel. Because then that way guys still get to be at their families. They can be a lot more or a lot more safe or less cautious, I guess you could say, because they're more confined. So just things like that. Um, they already use charter planes. They already have sa- sectioned off dining areas to begin with. Like they're very, you know, split off from the general public. So it shouldn't be as big of a jump as you might assume because they're already right. pretty high class. So it'll be really interesting to see how it gets handled because NFL rosters are huge. And these are some big men. Oh, yeah. So I'm very curious to see how this gets spaced out. I wonder if they're spacing out the players eating spaces six feet, too, considering they're going to be running into each other, basically, anyway. I don't know if they're – they might, but well, – They might. Well, that and that's the whole thing that you got to, like – that's the whole argument people have with uh, with like UFC and WWE. It's like, (laughs) especially WWE because they have, they have their fans. Now they have the people from the performance center, their trainees, they have them in the crowd now and they're, they're tested and blah, blah, blah. And you're keeping them distanced, but there's people in the ring wrestling. There's people mingling in the audience when they're backstage, they're hanging out, they're taking pictures together like the optics may be good, but at the same time, they're sweating all over each other. (laughs) So like, do you need to social distance while you're on the sideline? If you're a player, when you're going to be out there touching potentially like 11 different people (laughs) during a single play, I don't know. It'll be interesting. But from what I hear a lot of leagues uh, and specifically um, contact, like, you know, UFC, WWE and, uh, and the NFL, they have been in serious, conversations with a lot of doctors on how to on how they can approach this because you know the statistics do say that there is a extremely less likely chance that you can that you uh that you get the virus while you're outdoors so in you you can select football state just go play some outdoor football games if you know maybe change a couple home and away games even these are are large enough and they have enough like it's about space and the exactly and like all that stuff is what they're talking about even those domes have that with their air systems yeah i think it's the large space with the well the good ventilation yeah so i yeah like i i would be more concerned with like the locker rooms and the uh, training and the food facilities, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, it, it, it all sounds good to me. I just want some football. I, I need something. Yeah. I'm glad some of the things that we're going to talk about here are coming back, but yeah. I, it's good. To, it's good to know that football is going to be on track because, yeah. and I need that. Most definitely. Yeah. And then that also keeps the draft on schedule for next year. And that, that's because that's something we've even seen kind of get messed up in other sports. Um, so I think the NFL is the luckiest right now with the XFL being kind of done. Let's see what chapter 11 does for them. We, we don't really know. Um, I, I think they're in a good position though with their timing, unless the NBA decides to switch their season full time to being in the summer, which they might do, but they've been talking about it because wow. the, the big, we can elaborate more on it later, but like 
think of it this way. If you're a kid and you're out of school for the summer, wouldn't it be easier for you to go to a basketball game on a Wednesday night? Oh, 100%. Exactly. So that's kind of the thought process here. So that that's that's the draw for, to moving the NBA season into the summer. So And this would be the perfect time to do it. You're already set up for it. So uh, it'll be interesting because I don't think a lot of these leagues, I don't think will be the same after no, a while. No. No, I, for sure. Hockey is another one of those that because they still haven't really announced anything. So that's we'll have to see what goes on with that because they're close, though. Yeah, they're, they're close to figuring yeah. something out. But we have um, been hearing stuff like we have been from baseball or, or basketball or football. Or soccer. Right. Well, I th- hockey has a plan. They have a they have a. They don't have a set date, but they have like yeah, they have a tentative, a tentative like TBD plan. Like, like they have matchups announced, and like they're trying to fit, they're trying to yeah. pick a city where they're all gonna stay, and yeah, yeah. So, well, not a city, yeah, but multiple. It, cities. It's the it's they're doing their order a little bit differently. Like they've got the games already scheduled, kind of like the matchups and all that, but they need to find the actual yeah. locations to take place and the safe ways to do it that way. So, right, which I believe they're doing as we speak. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if they go to a place. Well, I don't know where they would go for something like that. Maybe they go up to Canada. and Yeah, uh, Vancouver, I believe, was one of the areas. Yeah, because there's some places up there. Even if you went to, like, uh, Winnipeg, like, you're getting up and out of the way. Like, Winnipeg's pretty small. You know, it's yeah. one of the smallest NHL cities, so that might be a pretty interesting spot for something like that to happen. So, or Calgary, sure. that's another one that's pretty small. So, um, I, I'm very curious to see how f- hockey handles their situation. But, I and yeah. you know what? I hope that they come back too because I will for sure watch some hockey if it's on. Oh, we're gonna be I so usually watch for any sports now. <laughs> exactly, but I I normally watch uh, playoff football or playoff hockey anyway. So, yeah. um. You you mentioned it, so I do want to bring this up real quick. The XFL, the apparently there's 66 parties currently interested in buying the XFL rights. Yes. Now here here's part of that though. Um, I I don't. So from what I understand, Vince wanted to go through Chapter 11. That's what like Hertz is going through right now, the rent a, rent a car company. What does that exactly mean? Um, so Chapter Eleven is uh is when your company files bankruptcy and you get federal funding, or you get federal assistance to basically help rebuild your company, and it's basically a loan. With good uh, God, he wants to do it a third time. <laughs> yeah, well, it, Chapter Eleven works. So if you um, I just I saw the number. Yeah, but today. apparently the XFL doesn't. Well, the yeah. I think their approach was a little, they were trying to do too much too quick. I think that was one of their biggest things. Um, they had the right amount of teams. They had the right amount of players. Their venues mm-hmm. were too big. And I think they were promising mm-hmm. a better product than they could deliver. Here's the other thing too. And he was working off the assumption. He, he basically told some networks, Hey, you don't have to pay me a lot. Put me on your network for a couple years I can, I can go without making a profit for a few seasons until I prove that it's a ratings draw. And then we can discuss a a contract for big money. So now I don't understand why there's so many people interested in just the XFL lettering because no, if Vince couldn't get a a TV deal, there's not going to be a lot of people who can. And those 
the fell letters are coming with a lot of baggage. How much money would you have to spend to get those when you could ideally just get different letters to start a football league if you really wanted to? In the best case scenario for football fans, that first group in line to buy those rights is the NFL. Really? Yeah, then the NFL can use that pre-existing because the XFL is now set up to be developmental league for the NFL. They don't Which play is, in the yeah. same season. That's basically what they were intending to do. And yeah. Vince McMahon came out and said that right away. We're not here to be competitors. We're here to develop talent for the next level. And at least that was their plan for the first five, six years until they could draw bigger talent away from the NFL. Because maybe that was potentially where they were going to try to go. But at least mm-hmm. to start, they're developing. Right. Now yeah. the NFL can take that opportunity and take the XFL in very similar lettering branding already just one letter difference and then they take that and that's their minor league kind of like what the nba and the aba did except they merged into one league correct or kind of like what the the what happened previously with the american what was the donald trump's football league that um that oh um the aaf the a well no it wasn't the aaf it was um when Donald Trump owned a football team and it was in the, it was in the summer league and then they got bought out. Oh, I can't remember. I'm going to have to look it up. Um, I'm lost. I didn't know he had a football team. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so, he has everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it was a rival. It was a rival um, summer football league. Was it the one that went like three weeks last year? No, 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 no. This was like back in the eighties. Uh, the USFL. Oh Jesus! Then the I, USFL. Sure, yeah. I didn't know about um, that. Yeah, the USFL. He, he there's some. Um, the USFL came in. That was like the LA Express, Houston Gamblers, Tampa Bay Bandits, and Jersey Generals. So some of those teams were picked up by the XFL and other leagues, um, or at least those names were used. Um, hmm. But that was an attempt to steal talent away from the NFL. The XFL can now be used as a developmental league. So um, I I think it would be smart for the NFL to take this up. Cause I think that's the only way the XFL survives is with NFL backing. Are the Olympics supposed to be this year? The Olympics. Are they're supposed, supposed to, be. to be this year. Yeah. But they're going to be next year. And that's part of the issue with the NBA season. That's why they're trying to get it done. So the guys oh, for next year. Yeah. Okay. I was so confused there for a second. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for mega pizza. Um, Okay, yeah, I just saw that on bottom line. I got confused there for a second. But, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Anything else you wanted to add in the XFL there? No, I uh, – I just wanted to bring it up. I, yeah, I really hope they come back because the, there is a market for off-season football. There really is. Yeah. There's, there's people that want to watch it. I watched it. You know, I, I watched I it. I see Seattle Dragons do well. I, so. genuinely had, I genuinely had a girl my age come into work today uh, wearing a Guardians T-shirt. Yeah. And she was so jacked about because I said, "Hey, nice shirt," and she was like, "Oh my god, you watch the XFL?" Like she was super into it. She was she was following. Like she basically told me everything that you just told me about it. Like she's like, there are people who are into it. Yeah. Um. I and I think I think it can. I think it could be done. I I really do. So it'll be interesting. I God, I I do. There's a small part of me that doesn't want it to be Vince again, but whatever. I, it you know, doesn't matter. Even if it is like he can run a production company, you know, I don't want a production company. I want a sports league. <laughs> I, no, I know. I know. I know. Um, but, and, and then it's kind of the same light. You have the TBT basketball tournament that's in the summer every year 
for for with like all the former like former NBA players now are in it this year, but it's former college mm-hmm. basketball players, and that's still scheduled for this summer too. So I believe the prize pool is still two million dollars, and the Marquette alumni are still favorites. But some of the teams like Nate Robinson's in this year. B- Big Baby Glenn Davis assigned. Uh, Joe Johnson's playing with Overseas Elite, the team that's won it the last two years. Gotcha. So, yeah, it'll be a lot of fun to see how that tournament goes. So that's more live sports coming. For showing, I think that's just Hobby Dobby. <laughs> that's not the island. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was yeah, like, so it's not that. Ten miles square area that they're or that there's a ten mile buffer. Dana White made it sound like for the island. Okay. So no one's getting near them. They have personal workout facilities. No, yeah. Personal eating quarters. Like they're as safe as it can possibly be. So the picture that they, I mean, obviously, I'm pretty sure it was just Abu Dhabi, but the, it was just a full civilized city. And I was like, that's not Fine no, Island. No, the picture I saw was literally a ring on a beach with a canopy and LED lights. Oh, and it looks oh, so that's, cool. It looks oh, that crazy. sounds amazing. Yeah. I can't wait. It's like um, a vacation that had a UFC fight. That would be it. <laughs> oh my god i love it all right baseball yeah are we gonna have it no (laughs) i don't think so either everyone's too stubborn i think this is what happens when you introduce no salary cap is people start getting (laughs) really greedy and money becomes too big of an issue now on that i don't even so there was the Diamondbacks owner actually came out today and advocated that he wants a salary cap. He thinks they should actually discuss moving into the salary cap. And you know what? I don't think that is too far off of what could, what we could actually see happen because we've seen a lot of teams over the past, I mean, even year, just like say, or we can see by their actions that they are moving away from that luxury tax. I think their luxury tax. I think we are, one step closer to an actual salary cap. We see the Yankees not spending as much money. We see the Red Sox trading away some big players so that they don't have to pay them. Dodgers though. No, I know there are still teams that are doing it, but we, I, I think we are slowly starting to move into that. I think we are. Yeah. I think we can see uh, it happen. Oh, um, Oshani. Is that his name? Otani. 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 Yeah. Until Otani and Trout's deals are up, there's no way that they can do because some of these deals are so big. I don't think you can establish a salary cap with how expensive those deals are. I think there's a way to, I think there's a way to do it where you set a salary cap right now, but you maybe excuse some older deals Yeah, a lot. Like maybe Har- maybe Harper and Machado, like those deals, a certain amount of it doesn't count towards the cap stupid. right away. Exactly. Stupid. Like, I think there is, I think there's a way that they can do that. Cause I mean, how else, there's no way that you can just say, okay, this is the salary cap. Yeah. Go ahead and make your roster moves. Like go cut Mike Trout. <laughs> like what there's going to do with like Mike Trout is like the Brewers salary. Exactly. Right now. One guy. Yeah. So, that blows my mind. Um, well, and but, the, the idea gets brought up in other sports too. Like basketball is like, Oh, what if we don't have a salary cap in basketball and this use a luxury tax? I'm like, well, the, the Knicks might be a little bit better. The Lakers might be a lot a bit better. And the yep. books might be a whole lot of worse. So, yeah. 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 So, but, um, unless we didn't have a guy like Giannis. <laughs> not leaving Milwaukee. He's not. No. He's absolutely no not. Way. He's absolutely not. Um, but back to whether or not we're actually going to get this. 
Um, I believe the ML, I believe what you have here is what the MLB proposed today, right? Is that correct? So I, there's a couple. So originally, I don't know. I believe the owners proposed uh, the 76 game season. Got um, yeah, right. And then nobody wanted it. Not even the owners wanted it. This was just like a negotiation point. Right. And then that would cut the player salaries down 25%. And then, um, then they're trying because the owners are trying to push to like a 48 game proposal to cut down money even more, but still have TV deals. Mm-hmm. Um, the officials want the regular season to end by September 27th and postseason to go no later than the end of October. So not much later than the season would normally go. Um, and then June 1st was the original goal date for to reach a deal. And then they were going to try to start by the 4th of July. That's obviously not happening. Um, the players today, just a couple hours ago, prior to recording on June mm-hmm. 9th at like 10 p.m., uh, the players did the 80, um, suggested 89 games, full prorated salaries, which the owners are not going to take that. They're so far apart right now. It, it might 89 and 76 or 76 games might not seem that far apart, but when you're talking about the money that's involved, that that's like over a billion dollars. Well, I mean, so that's if I understand that correctly, that that just means they're getting their salaries for the games that they played. They're not getting their full salary for a full 162, yeah. but they're getting their salaries for those 89 games. Yeah, and the 76 games actually would cut down what their salary would be. The 25% pay cut. Because I actually have enough games. I actually have to start siding like before I was hard in the middle on this. I do have to start playing with the association on on that yeah, with no, the players I, association. I think that the players need to to suck up cuz they're getting paid a lot of money to play baseball. They're no, I like, yeah. It's time for them to play some baseball. I, it's more about it's about more than them at this point. I just like prorated salary I think to me seems like the best idea. I don't know. I, I, because the owners are asking the players to just play for less money, which it's hard to do that because like, I don't know. They're still going to be making TV right deals. They're still going to be making advertising deals. There's still somewhat of revenue coming in, even out with, obviously they're losing millions and millions without the fans, but they're still, I don't know. I just, it's hard for me to say, like if I was an owner (laughs) for me to just be like, okay, yeah, because of all this, you're not getting paid as much. Like, no, I should still get the money that I signed for every game. Even if it's half of the games, I should still be getting all the, I should be getting half of my salary then. So here's what I understand. The reason why this is an issue is because that 25% pay cut from what off that prorated salary is how much it would cost to retain the staff of the venue. Which it's, I don't necessarily, like I could see them, I could see them coming to an agreement at like maybe 15 or 10%. Like I, I could see that. I maybe, that maybe we are getting specifically in mind, the arena workers. I think correct. that's a big point. I, I don't know. I can, we said no at the beginning of this. I don't think it's going to happen, but I do personally think the more we talk about this, that they may be getting closer but we're running out of time. That's the only, that's the only thing we might get to five game season for baseball at this point, you know, 
Maybe, and they've talked about only it's something. Playing, like, <laughs> regional games, too. We might only play the Reds, the Cardinals, the Cubs, and maybe the Twins. Like, that type of stuff. We couldn't even play team, like, we couldn't even play the Pirates. <laughs> no, no, they're too far <laughs> They're away. in our division, but they're, yeah. So we probably play White Sox, Cubs, you know, Indians, Tigers, Twins. So I, I, I don't think, see anything. I, I, don't, know, I don't see have anything an wrong with that. that at all. You get rid of the NL and the AL for, for a lockout style season, that'd be a lot of fun. And everybody I, gets to use the DH. I don't I don't hate I don't I don't hate any of this because listen, no one in if you see any sort of NBA, NFL, well not NFL, I guess that was legit. NBA, you know, you have I don't, I don't know what I'm trying to say. A lot of these sports leagues, their championships may have asterisks next to him or at least yeah. in the player's mind a lot like the Astros I, in 2016. Yeah. Yeah. But like, no one's going to be like, no one's going to gloat that their team won this, this year's world series because it's not, it, 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 it you know, it may be a world series, but it's not like they it's necessarily, it's not a traditional, it's not a traditional it's one. Like not a 182. Yeah. I think at this point, people just want to watch something. Even if we, even if, like you said, even if it's a 35 game season and then like a best of three series for everything, it's better than nothing at this point. Well, I think this is an opportunity for baseball to kind of look as this is like just like a rest year because this gives their time for their players to heal. There's a lot of pitchers that have been having Tommy John issues. There's a lot of guys that have been having knee and back issues, especially some of the older players. Mm -hmm. So this gives time to heal. Also, you could do a cool thing where you have those regional tournaments, and if things clear up by October, then maybe you could do, like, a larger-scale playoff bracket where it's, like, best two out of three, where it's, like, teams from, like, each place. And, like, forget the NL and the AL. Like, you just pull them yeah. out of your region. Kind of like well, college. Here's – here's I, what do we even need a playoff this year? Well, no, but if, we, if you're looking for a way to make it fun for fans, more entertaining, and definitely a higher revenue stream, you think it's a bubble like that. Create a different champion, create a different title for this year. Say yeah, that yeah. we'll do this tournament type of thing, and we'll just say, you you won the tournament. It could be like the <laughs> like, League Championship or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, yeah we could. Yeah, we could a fun challenge name. or something like that. Or the, yeah, the, the interleague championship, something like that. The, the quarantine champion. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, whatever. whatever. But like the COVID just, killers, let's just, who cares? Let's like, just not have a 2020 world series. Yeah. Let's just have a season because then you don't have to worry about these asterisks and you don't have to worry yeah. about, you know, a fan base saying that we have a world series. Well, no, you don't. Well, it was there's very a lot good. of things they can do. This is a really good chance for baseball to show David Stern specifically to show us what he's like thinking about. Because True. the game of baseball needs to change in general to in some capacity to suit the fans of our generation that have short attention spans in some cap- it doesn't have to be major it doesn't have to be major at all but there's, I don't there's agree with that I love that think that has to change and I'm kind of on that boat like with the pitch count or the pitch clock excuse me so like stuff like that I like the pitch clock yeah. I don't mind the pitch yeah, clock no, it's small things like that to keep the game moving so it's just thinking outside of the box to make it more entertaining. Yes. Uh, the, my other point was going to be, be I, we need to have something this year because yeah. yes, the off, the off year would be nice, but players still need to play player be, to sharpen their skills, to keep them 
in the game. Like you can't just take a year off of baseball, come back and be perfect. I mean, everyone would be on well, that yeah, same. No, this has already been their off year so far. That's what I was trying to exactly. imply. And then they play like that 35 yeah. game season and then they play that fun little playoff. Oh yeah. Uh, right. Yep. I got you there. All right. Moving on to basketball, which this is going to be amazing. This is going to be like March madness, but NBA. This is going to be incredible. So the NBA is officially coming back. There's a date. There's teams. Dates. There's everything set. Dates. Like the, only the thing season is set. Is matchups. Or the rest of the season is set, I should say. Yeah, breakers um, are determined. Like everything. I'm like, genuinely excited. Matchups. Exact matchups. That's it. We've got everything. Right. So, uh, yeah. You uh, want to run us through this? For sure. Uh, season set to return July 31st, the ESPN World War Sports Complex at Disney World in Orlando. <laughs> Still so long away. <laughs> yeah. I, well, they, they need time to get back. I know. You know what I, you think? I keep, I keep telling people this and I've, I've probably mentioned it on the podcast before. Everyone's yeah, like, Oh no, you know, the bucks aren't going to win now because Giannis doesn't have a hoop at home. He's not shooting. Oh, I no, keep telling everyone. He's not a shooter. <laughs> I keep telling everyone, you don't need to practice Euro stepping and dunking on people. Yeah. He, if he's lifting and staying in condition, oh man, they need to watch out. Because if he's yeah. been doing any of the workouts that he's been doing in the past off seasons, oh boy, and he's you can't, and rested, oh man, oh man. You can't tell me him and his brothers who live together yeah. haven't been doing just anything you can do without a hoop yeah. dribble drills and like Alex, do it this yeah, alex has been with them the whole time so is costas so is the like all four brothers are together and they're all i mean Co- costas is the youngest of the nba players right. and alex just got done with his senior year right again but they're still good enough to play with them and compete yeah there's a chance that all four of them come out dribbling like the globe trotters. We don't know. <laughs> I'm telling you, if the Bucks get Costas, there's that because Costas is going to be a free agent this year. And I, I texted him the other day. I haven't heard back from him because I'm sure he's extremely busy. But I was like, this is an opportunity for him to come. Like he he's going to have the opportunity. So anyway, um, yeah. Anyway, so uh, 22 teams are going to come back. Um, 13 in the West, nine in the East. Um, which that makes a lot of sense when you look at it from the standings because a lot of people are like, oh, that's so uneven. But there's that, that big push in the Western Conference. It's really close. We don't want to count any of those teams out. We want everybody to have a fair chance that has a fair chance. Um, mm-hmm. Eight games to finish a season. Um, because of the way the season, when the season halted, some teams played more games than others. So the season standings will actually be determined by winning percentage. Um all the eight games will be over the course of 16 days with five to six games played a day for 16 days. That's going to be fun. Oh, it's going to be amazing. And it's it, going to be like the first few weeks of March Madness or the first couple. 16 days for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on, teams only have to play one back-to-back. So two days in a row. They only have to do it once. So Which is great. Yeah, that's amazing scheduling. Um. Playing games for the eight seeds for the final positions, um, which will be determined by win percentage. Those will be the nine versus the eight seeds for each division or for each wild card. Yes. And this, I have a feeling is actually going to stay in after this season. Can Um, you fucking imagine a fucking game winning shot in the wild card? Like dude, dude, wild card, baseball, wild card, as stressful it is because the brewers are in it almost every year. It's so, I love it. I love just the mentality behind you know, you two are so close, but you both you both have to fight just one more game. Yep. 
You just have to be good for one well, game to get in. I absolutely game, love it. it. It could be two games. So if the play-in games, okay. Yeah, so if the eight seed wins the first game, they're done. The nine seed has. So to the win nine seed would games. have to win two. Yeah, it's double elimination, like in soft, like college softball and baseball. Fair enough. So I actually really like that because I don't mind that in a neutral court setting. That's that is your advantage. You need yeah. some sort of home court advantage. That's fair. That's so fair. I'm cool with that, especially because that eight seed deserved to have that one game lead. They deserve right. that. They they did they did their work. Um, so we already discussed the eight seeds. Um, the play in tournament will be August sixteenth and seventeenth, if needed. Uh, August eighteenth will be first round of the playoffs. So that's the other thing too. Those play in teams, your eight and nine teams, would be exhausted by the time they get to that third day because that's the sixteenth, seventeenth, and eighteenth. So or they're in the best seed, shape. You're playing three days in a row. Or they're energized and they're just raring to go. They're just a hot well, momentum. The Pelicans, they're going to be fine. Like their average age is like 24 minus JJ Redick and, and <laughs> Nico Milley. Like, yeah. So, um, Bucks are pretty young too. Yeah. No, I the mean, Bucks are pretty good minus like Wes. The Lopez brothers are still fairly youthful. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Corver's like basically a grandpa, but he only sees like eight minutes a game anyway. Right. So, no, anyway. The, yeah, the Bucks are going to be fine. Um, September 1st would be the conference finals, the 15th, or semifinals. The 15th would be the conference finals. The 30th would be the final, would be the first game of the finals. And then, um, October 12th would be the last game of the NBA finals, game seven, if needed, with free agency starting on October 18th. So six days. It's a you quick ass turnaround. The craziest turnaround in basketball. Luckily, a lot of free, I mean, not a whole lot of big free agents in some sides like Anthony Davis. Well, I was also gonna say for thirty, well, for twenty eight teams, it's not that quick of a turn. I mean, you're gonna have time to prepare. Yeah. It's it's really for those those two finals teams that are only gonna have less than a week. To the, but I mean, well, it, except for the Lakers, I'm pretty sure the Clippers and the Bucks already know what they're doing in the offseason. Giannis is getting a supermax. Kawhi yep. is staying. Paul George might get traded. Um, I could see it because we've seen how that's not working too well. And it looks like they're kind of open to it. He might even be open to accepting the trade because obviously, when you have a deal of his magnitude, there's a no trade deal or no trade clause. So it, I would have a no trade clause for everywhere. Or for I would like go to any team but the Knicks. Like the guy that said you wouldn't go play in Boston, the baseball player. I can't remember who he said it the other day because there's he wanted to go to Boston. No, he, that was, or he didn't. That was the only place he wouldn't play because of their racial profiling. The fans. I don't remember profiling. Um, so that would be my thing. Like the Knicks would be the one place I wouldn't want to play. Fair enough. So especially with James Dolan owning them because that man, he's the worst. Second worst owner that's of our lifetime, next to Donald. Very true. Next, yeah, that's and for, for sure. Totally different reasons, somewhat. I, I still think he's someone on the Donald Sterling train. So uh, free agency starting on October eighteenth. They're playing the next season to start on December third. Or excuse me, love first. that. Love that. Now, what does this mean for next season? Uh, are they so? It's gonna. I see here now that I that I read this little. It's going to end early enough for players to participate in the Olympics, so it's going to be a shorter season. It's almost going to be like a lot. Uh, uh, a lockout season. No, there it is. They're still talking about playing eighty-two games. Well, I suppose actually, they could. There's chances that they could play three nights in a row. 
the Hawks GM came out and talked about it today, actually. That they're talking you know, about a condensed season, still trying to get 82 in. Which isn't too far out of the question because realistically, when does the NBA actually start? It's like late October, the isn't it? Mid October. Is late October, mid October, yeah. So realistically, what? You're a month or a month and a half? Yeah. No, not e- barely. You're a month. You know, so you're about a month away. An all star game or an all star break. This would be the toughest season in NBA history for anybody. Which, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, that's maybe a month. And what? The Olympics are in July. So yeah, you push back. In shape. Yeah, I. That's not the most unrealistic thing in the world. No, and the it's not necessarily a, a Team USA centric thing either. There's 108 NBA players that are oh, yeah. eligible for foreign teams. So of course. There's there's no reason for them not to be pushing for this to be a main sticking point. Um, so another big question too though is for guys that test positive, or for guys that get injured right. while they're down there. Um, unfortunately, so. I, I just have to say really quick, I'm a huge fan of the G League. I think it is the second best developmental sports league behind AAA, AA, and single A, minor league baseball, because mm-hmm. that farm system is so fledged out at this point. That is amazing. Um, mm-hmm. And it cannot be touched. The AHL is actually pretty solid, too. I have to give them props. Um, but the G League, man, they are doing some NXT. amazing stuff. And NXT's it, up there. Yeah, <laughs> we're talking sports that aren't predetermined. Hey, now. Hey, it's still developmental. You still got to go down there. You still got to train and you got to learn. Yeah, it's like they're going to Juilliard. So <laughs> they're going to acting school with combat classes. <sighs> I, I, I mean, you're not wrong. Me, I, I love it. It's super entertaining, but it's a little speaking bit of, Speaking of, there was a pay-per-view today's Tuesday. Uh, two days ago, um, and there's another one coming up this weekend. So, I, I'm glad they can keep their stuff rolling. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank goodness the G League. So the G League unfortunately got canceled, which mm. was assumed was going to happen. Those right. games aren't as important. Um, but what this offers teams to do is there's actually talk about extending the size of the rosters up to possibly 17 guys. Um, with only so many being eligible to play, even 18 guys, and then you could have 14 to dress or 13 to dress. I don't hate that at all. Which is still a couple more than normal. Um, but then you worry about social distancing on the bench. Um, there's now again, though, you're you're guarding people, you're sweating on them anyway. That, yeah, that's the way I look at it. I'm too. not. I'm not worried about the bench. Yeah, at, at all. If you're because you're still gonna have to practice together. together. If you're if you have it. You're not going to be there anyway. You're going to be quarantined for two weeks. Yep. Well, if you test for it, I get there, you they know, whatever. There's day. They do daily testing, correct. monitor Which, temperatures daily. I'm sure multiple By times. the way, by the way, the fucking test is unpleasant as fuck. <laughs> I had it last, or I guess, yeah, it was last week, two weeks ago, a week Saturday, whatever. It is, oh, it's so four quick rotations in each each nostril it's very unpleasant but, um, brain. yeah pretty much it felt like a nosebleed immediately yeah so that's gonna be that's gonna but um don't get used to it eventually yeah i listen i absolutely love this we have a set date for basketball to return again i want baseball <laughs> but it's not gonna i will okay this just goes to show and we should talk about this for a second chris yeah. paul and the players association for the nba in the, their relationship with Adam Silver is unparalleled in 
any other sport professional sports league. Agreed. The world. I think silver is just phenomenal. Like basketball's had two of the best commissioners that sports yeah. have ever seen consecutively. Like how lucky I, I, are they? It's it's almost like Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, and if we play our cards right, it could be three quarterbacks in a row right now too. Um, so wait, really? While, while we're on that topic, how are you feeling about Rodgers? Do you think we, he could still stick around for a couple more years, or do you think they can yeah. trade him? No, we don't need to trade him. He's going to finish out here. He, I wonder if he's going to retire early. He he is going to genuinely. In his mind, he wants to win another Super Bowl, which he can. This team can. We Obviously, we need to fix a few things, but he still has it in him for at least three seasons. At least three seasons. I think a fourth season with enough talent around him, he can be a playoff slash Super Bowl quarterback uh, for those four years. I, I, I feel fine. And then, you know, even if we need to keep Jordan Love, even if we re- need to re-sign him without him starting a game, that's fine. Bring him in for a year or two after, you know, after that rookie deal. I feel great about it. I genuinely do. And the other thing is Aaron does get hurt a lot. So having that backup quarterback in Jordan love that we haven't had since Matt Flynn, really, I think I I've warmed up to this so much like, but yeah, I think Aaron's, I think Aaron's got plenty of time in him. I really do. The way he played and the way that he's kind of up, not upgraded, but like he's changed his game where he is a lot, which he's getting so much smarter. He's not taking as many hits because he, he, the, his number of um, thrown throwaways was crazy high this year. I think he threw like two or three interceptions uh, in the regular season. Like his IQ has always been incredible, but like this year, the way that he's adapted his game to his injury, because he, he was even hurt for a lot of this season too. Again, um, it's, he might not it, it have just, played if they had a solid backup quarterback. Exactly. And so I, yeah, I, again, he's going to, and I think he'll be a mentor. Uh, I, I really, I, I don't see him being big Ben who was like, I'm not going to teach Mason Rudolph, he's you know, already come out and basically said like, look, I was shocked when they picked him, but I'm welcoming, I'm welcoming him to green Bay. Of course like, he is. That's the type of person he is. Brett Favre was not a good mentor to Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> people don't realize that. Brett Favre didn't no, he wasn't. like Aaron Rodgers being there for as long as he was. I have heard, listen, and I love the man and I'm not really one to judge, but I have heard stories from people who personally knew Brett Favre, who was actually from his hometown in Kiln, Kill. Yes. Either way, um, who personally know him. He's not the greatest guy. And we know yeah. stories of what happened in New York and all this stuff with the, with Yeah with the text messages, he's not a great guy. So it doesn't surprise me at all that he didn't want to mentor him. And I, and you know, big Ben, who is a quarterback that I used to like, um, I, I mean, I still respect his on game stuff or on the field stuff, but like he didn't want to mentor. He straight up said he didn't want to teach Mason Rudolph. He didn't want yeah. this guy to come in and take his job. Like there's a lot of quarterbacks who just won't want to do that. But then you have guys, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be one of those guys, but you do have lower profile guys like a Luke McCown and Josh McCown, both who have kind of been journeymen who are very capable and very willing to teach people. Eli Manning this year, it sounded like he was great oh, to Daniel, Daniel Jones. Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think so Eli like, Manning also understands where he's at in his career. Mm-hmm. And I think Aaron Rodgers is right. in the same boat. And the Packers are in no shape, way, shape, or form pressured to play Jordan Love this season or even oh. next season, which it's crazy no. to think about when you have a quarterback drafted so high in this modern football era 
to not play him for two seasons and yeah. like, to play him as a backup at least. Which is why, I mean, people are getting that Aaron Rodgers comparison because Aaron was taken so high, but obviously we had no plans to play him right away. I, I really do think, yeah, I think we're going to be fine here. Well, and now looking at it even more, like in retrospect, I think Jordan Love was kind of a steal. Like he dropped a little bit farther than a lot of people thought he was going to. And that there's other yeah. people that thought he was going to be in the second round. But there's a good chunk of people I, that thought he was going to be higher up in the first round. I mostly had him in the second round. Yeah, but, but there's but a reason they like picked I, him up. Like I said afterwards, I mean, I, I've i been huge on – I, I watched so much college football this year, and I was so paying attention to this draft class. Jordan Love was one of those guys that really caught my eye. He has a lot of raw talent. I really do like him. And I, with Aaron – with the talent and skill set that he has coming in, Aaron Rodgers is a perfect mentor for him because he's got an arm. He's good outside of the pocket. So we'll see what happens when Aaron Rodgers gets a hold of him. Right. So I'm just laughing. It's time to turn off ESPN because they're showing Joe Exotic. <laughs> oh, geez. What are they showing now? I don't know. It was this dude trying to get a raccoon out of a dumpster. Then there was a picture of Joe Exotic. I think that, it was highly, it was highly questionable. That, uh, Joe Exotic lost the, the GW Zoo. Carol Baskin got it. She she got the zoo, man. I'm pretty sure they're investigating her. They're still investigating her her, her husband, aren't they? Yeah, or the, the death of her husband. Oh, uh, Carol Baskin I, definitely killed her husband. So Oh, one thousand percent. We stand by yeah, that. Under he's definitely under the water tank. Um <laughs> Yeah. I mean, is there anything else? basketball? I mean, we 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 basically yeah, talked just, all I'm about hyped. that. Um yeah. well, I guess we could bring up I don't know if you saw, but the athletic had to fire or let go 8% of their staff, which was really unfortunate. That that happened just a couple of days ago. And that's like, I did not hear that. Guys. So, um, wow. That, that's kind of the world we're getting into. And a lot of people don't want to pay for news media anymore. And that's what happened. Yeah. Guys start losing their jobs and there's an oversaturation of sports writers in the world right now. Very quality <sighs> sports writers. So, uh, yeah, doesn't bode well for my future. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's tough to see that stuff happen, um, but hopefully that that's going to change in the future once more jobs are going to be coming back for this stuff and reporters can go to games and report there. So we'll see. Because from what I understand, they're letting like the announcers. Uh, actually, I don't even know if the announcers to the NBA are going to be in in Disney. I, they might be remote, just like they've been doing for baseball. So we're going to have to see how that happens. You know. Uh, I like what they're doing for UFC. I don't, I think that works pretty well. They have one person in each, like they, they spread them out one person over here, one person over here, one person over here. It's that, you know, they might not have people, you know, you might not have the same chemistry necessarily, but you have people in your ear. You can hear them all the, all the same. It, it, you hear them in your ear, like in your headphone, no matter what, anyway. Well, if nobody's, if there's no fans there, you could have one person, and, exactly. and the, the press seating and then you have one person on one corner of the courtside seat and one person in the other corner and just have a little triangle you can easily see each other and you can even just hear each other mid-court on either side of the court like yeah for the two guys i think that's yeah, yeah definitely. i i think it i think it would be better to have them there live that's what they're used to that's what any yeah. broadcaster is yeah. used to i mean i can see people and i we i've seen it in wrestling too a lot this year people have done remote um commentary it works especially yeah. if they're good like if they're good at their job they're gonna do good at a Which good for the nba 
commentators are top grade. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Shelf. Especially if you're only doing five, six, a, if you're only doing five to six games a, a day, I'm sure you can find 10 to 12 good commentators. Well, <laughs> like co- maybe commentator section or group that's two games, you know, like exactly. If they're all in the same location. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think they, everyone's like, well, what about like the latency of the internet? Well, that's not hard because then you just like, it can be a 10 second delay from when it's actually live. Like it doesn't need to be second for second live. Cause like if there could be a delay from the announcers, like watching the game remotely, Oh, right. The viewer, but they can, that's not hard to manage. No, not at all. They can deal with that. So that like systematically, it's not an issue. So I'm just curious to see what actually happens. Because I know from um, the guys I follow on Twitter that work down there. um, One of the guys I follow on Twitter is actually a former Disney employee. That's an ESPN writer furloughed right now. So he's got all these crazy connections and all these crazy insights. Um, but he's the one saying they're not even, he can't even get in right now to go Weird. cover it. So they're letting, they're not letting anyone in, which is what we want to hear. Right. Exactly. Um, we can do our end of the show wrestling stuff real quick. Um, uh, like I said, Sunday, this past Sunday was NXT in your house. They brought back the in the house paper, in your house pay per view. It was pretty nostalgic for a lot of people. I, didn't that those were pretty old by the time I was even born, but it was, it's a, it was a really cool aesthetic. It was a really cool idea. It was a good show. Um, this coming Sunday is backlash for the main roster. Um, a couple big matches, but I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited just because I, they're fun to watch. They're not the AW. Like I, I keep saying this, but AW has just genuinely knocked this out of the park. Like their one pay-per-view that they've done, with no fans was better than some WWE pay-per-views with fans. Like they're just, they know what they're doing and they've already basically commanded, um, you know, the situation, um, WWE, their TV shows haven't been as good. Like I haven't been watching raw or, or SmackDown. I've only been watching Wednesdays. Um, but, um, the pay-per-views are always, you know, no matter what, they're going to be good. Yeah. So, I, I am pretty excited for this weekend. Um, wrestling has genuinely gotten me through. I've watched a lot of old wrestling shows. Yeah. Like a lot of, I've been using the network. I've been getting my nine ninety nine worth. That's for damn sure. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Well, that's a really and, good resource. And now there's, uh, there's, they're changing up the tier. There's actually a tier system now for the WWE. Oh. I believe it's debuting or slash debuted already. There's a free version apparently now. Um, and then you can kind of tier up as you go i'm not exactly sure what it all entails but i'm sure commercials and probably 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 a hell of a lot of snickers commercials there's probably exclusive yeah right there's probably exclusive content like maybe some documentaries are behind the paywall and that kind of thing and older pay-per-views maybe wcw you can't watch without paying for a certain tier like that because they have all that stuff in the library right now i'll probably continue just paying my 9.99 because why not because you get you crazy Exactly. <laughs> but there's a not this season, obviously, because I won't need it with YouTube TV. But I'm looking at probably getting League Pass next year. Just because of how much basketball I realized I was starting to watch this year, I definitely would get my money's worth. That's fair. So I, like uh, ESPN Plus. I, so I, because I'm so big into baseball, I wonder if it, did it charge me this year? So I do, um, Every year I pay for the MLB 
at bat um, radio thing. So I can listen to every game, That's any like game, whenever I want. Or something like that. It's pretty it, yeah, it's something like that. Or it's like 28 for the year. It's I think it was like graphic that you can see on your phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I may, I mainly use it to listen to Euchre every day, but it, you know, it's, it's genuinely one of the best things. So I could definitely see that. Like I've always wanted like red zone or at least our NFL, uh, Red Sunday ticket really because um one of my buddies had red zone and every it's week, a game changer we'd, we'd rotate house or like places that we'd all just watch and he'd just log in there i have like four ad- tvs on admittedly i watched it for <clears throat> free this year but it's a game changer yeah. like i'll probably pay i'll probably pay for it this upcoming year because yeah. it's it's just amazing it's worth it you you really get your money's <laughs> yeah. worth. it really the, the is future that we're getting to with streaming you're going to be picking your streaming services and that's mm-hmm. what you're going to be going off of. So. Right now, I'm literally looking at my home screen for my TV. I have Netflix. I don't have Prime Video anymore, but I have YouTube TV. I have YouTube Premium because I hate commercials. Ditto. I have Hulu, uh, Disney Plus, and I will be getting Peacock as long as it's free. <laughs> uh, so, I do not have HBO Max yet. Uh, yeah, I we're, don't I think, think we're I will. Gonna be getting HBO Max because I think I'm only going to get that. I think I'm just going to get that for the Zack Schneider cut of Justice League. Honestly, that's what a lot because you can do it. There's a free trial that they're going to be doing. Yep. And people are. That's what I'll be doing just for that. Um, I think I'm we're going to actually so get it because there looks like there's a lot of content on there. The only thing I'd really, I mean, I'd rewatch Friends for the 11th time, but I would also watch Fresh Prince for sure. Uh, I'm a big Looney Tunes guy. Ooh, yep. So like, I would watch that. Yeah, that's but that's the thing, like plus for me. There's so many things. There's so many things on the streaming services that I currently have that I have yet to watch, that I want to watch. So like, I I just don't need it. Yeah, that's the thing. Like when you're so busy, you start to forget how much money you're spending on all of it. Right. Exactly. But yeah, I'm it's just gonna continue to play Animal Crossing as well. Yeah, no, it, that's such a good game. It's a good way to waste a lot of time. Dude, so uh, I went up north this weekend. That's why we're recording during the week here. Um, we, Me and a couple of buddies took a, a trip up to a cabin in Hazelhurst um, up near Minocqua. And I got to ride in the back seat. So I played my Switch for the entire four-hour drive. Felt like nothing. <laughs> it was the easiest four-hour drive I've ever had there and back, just playing Animal Crossing the whole time. It was worth it. That's definitely like just that trip paid for the switch. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Worth it. I understand that. I might pick one but, yeah. this summer. We'll see. I I, I need Mario yeah. Kart, man. Dude, it's not fun. Like literally, the, like I'd buy the system for Mario Kart. I wouldn't even buy like. I wouldn't buy Ultimate. Like I just. I've actually. If you're a Mario Party fan as well, I, the newer one is actually super fun. I don't. I have it on mine yet, but I've played it on friends. Okay. It's genuinely so fun. Okay, I'll have to look into that. Because I also, I like Borderlands, and, like, that portable form mm. factor is really good. So yeah. That, that's my main thing, is I want to get an actual Switch, or, like, the, the Redbox Switch, the newer one. Because the, they did a revi- they did a revision on, on the actual regular Switch, to where the battery's a little bit longer. And oh, okay. And the processor's a bit stronger, so it, it lasts longer, theoretically. Okay. Fair enough. I'm hoping, hoping that I can pick up one of those this summer. Did you get a, I also uh, got a-, a light? Or did you get a regular one? No, I got the actual because I like to play docked a lot perfect, too. Perfect. Yeah, but I'm, I also just realized that I got to start saving for my PS5. Yeah, well, actually, stay tuned because they're gonna probably announce price 
on Thursday. Because the PS5 events Thursday. Okay, I'll have to watch that because I'm sure they'll probably, I'm assuming they're going to do a payment plan a lot like Xbox announced where you can pay, you know, much like a cell phone, you can just pay monthly installments. Xbox hasn't announced a price yet though. They're waiting for PS5 to announce theirs because it's, of course they it's are. assuming that PS5 is going to be $274.99 is what we've been hearing for their base model. And then the, the it's going to be $349.99 for their top model. Oh, God, I heard prices way above that. And that, well, and then it sounds like Xbox might be in the $224.99 range I'm, for the base yeah. model. And then I heard they want to undercut them hard. 300, like Xbox said. <laughs> straight up we will take a loss on the console because we make so much on the software i uh, xbox could cost 50 compared to a 300 and i would still buy playstation i i think eventually i'm going to get both of them because well i'm not gonna have to because the show is coming over to the xbox that's also true that was going to be my one reason to buy a playstation was for the show i genuinely because of the show this year and because of like battlefront and stuff like that i have a few friends who did switch over to playstation and they have been buying most of their new games on playstation um so i don't know i i i've never been an xbox guy i don't think i would hate it I like i've i've had more. i've had all four that and you know what genuinely that is what it comes down to for most people yeah, so yeah. i can't i've had all four playstations i've never really faltered from that so yeah, no, I've, I grew up on Xbox. Like, I never had my own Xbox, but all my friends, like, besides the PS2, because literally everybody and their mom had a PS2, because that, that, the they were selling that thing for, like, 90 bucks at one point. Like, you couldn't, they couldn't give you a PS2 that you didn't already have. So, like, that, that's what hotels were putting in their, their rooms for DVD players at one point. <laughs> that's true. So, yeah, everybody and their mom had a PS2, but the Xbox 360 was really popular from where I was. So I, that's that's what I grew up playing at my buddy's house, and then naturally that evolved into the Xbox One. So right. I actually have a, a first run, like from the day one launch model. My used Xbox that I bought from GameStop is a day one Xbox. Wow. Yeah, and it runs great. It I keep I take really good care of it. I actually I took it apart a couple weeks ago and I I pressure dusted it. Nice. It, it was really clean. So that that's crazy. That, yeah, I'm hyped. So I'm still gonna get a couple more years out of it, or actually, I only need a couple more months till I can get my new Xbox in the winter. So. Right. Well, I. Big boy. Oh yeah, I'll probably, I probably so will too. Yeah. Seventy bucks, you're getting seventy dollars yeah. worth of machine. Well, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, I I think that wraps it up for today. Yeah. Uh, excited for things to come sports, um man, sports sports and change sports and change i can't wait right um i can say with certainty that when you know come july 31st at least unless nhl decides to start before that um but at least starting then there will be for sure consistent weekly uh, or weekly podcast because me and hansen maybe even a couple times a week because me and hansen are going to want to talk basketball at that point and we're going to want to talk really good basket because this is playoff mm-hmm. basketball basically exactly and i'm sure there'll be nfl news coming out then we'll be able to you know we'll be able to start talking preseason pretty soon uh coming up to that too um and then hot once hockey starts get going if baseball ever starts like that stuff will actually so as far as the month of june goes I can't say too much. I know I'm very busy with a lot of uh, vacations 
I shouldn't say a lot. I think a couple well, of them the are actually in July too. Well, exactly too. So, safely. well, exactly. I'm, I've been tested. Um, I will be most likely again before I go. Um, but I'm going with my family. I'll be outdoors for the weekend. Um, they know the risk. Um, so yes, be smart. If you are doing things, I'm, I'm quarantined still. I'm, I'm not leaving my house unless I go to work. Um, and you know, with friends who have been quarantined this entire time anyway. So if you're listening to this still, there, there, there is still a virus going, um, because people are out, out doing things for change. Doesn't mean Mm -hmm. that the virus is disappearing for racial equality. (laughs) The NFL is literally, (laughs) the NFL is literally planning on still having no fans. Like it's unfortunately what should be for the rest. No, absolutely. It's, it's still unfortunately going to be a problem for a very long time. So please continue to do your part, wear a mask when you go out, when you can't socially distance, uh, be smart, wash your hands, all that stuff that we've been saying for months now. Uh, Cause New Zealand is New Zealand's COVID free as of today. They are COVID free. No more social. That's distancing. genuinely awesome. I so love that. They also um, were really, really crazy about their stuff. So J- Japan's getting close because I know new Japan pro wrestling who hasn't been running shows uh, much like the American um, companies here, but new Japan pro wrestling announced today. Um, maybe it was yesterday. I don't know, but they announced that they are starting back up. Um, they haven't announced whether there's going to be fans or not, but that's big that they're restarting their wrestling too. Cause yeah. that's big over there. Yeah. It, it, it's um. going to be huge. Yeah. It's nice that it's going to be more than the KBO. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw a commercial for that tomorrow. I actually might turn that on. It, it's um, good baseball. Like don't, don't get yeah. it twisted. That's still really good baseball. It's, With you know what? It's baseball. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I think that'll do it for me and Hanson today. Yeah, I think so, uh, it's late. <laughs> it's, it is late. Uh, well, actually, this is pretty early for me. I'll be up for a couple hours on my island. Yeah, I probably still <laughs> um, But yeah, follow us on Twitter. Links in the description below. I First Round KO Twitter hasn't been too active. I've been retweeting the odd things from Shefty and Rosenthal and things like that. But uh, um, I'm active. Olsen 2K20. Hanson, I believe you're still active. <laughs> I, I've been pretty active with the NBA stuff. So, and when stuff comes out, I've got some Twitter sources that aren't heavily followed. So I, I definitely try to bounce on stuff as soon as I see it. I try to get it out to you guys. So, right. Yeah, give me a follow, and I'll definitely keep you updated, especially on basketball stuff. Links in the description below for that. Keep your eyes open, actually, for the first show on KO1 at FRKO Podcast because. I do have some plans while we won't be doing too many episodes in June. I do have some plans for multiple episodes with multiple guests. So keep your eyes out or keep, Yeah. Keep your eyes out for, uh, for that because I'm pretty excited for those because one of them might have some pretty big news on it. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, yeah. Five star review on iTunes. Help us grow. Share us with your friends. Um, that's all I got. <laughs> My intros, I've never had a good in- or outro, but whatever. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time.
tongue drips lights down the middle of our nation heebie jeebies we already had this conversation kept me busy since day one accusations pockets gained a little weight like my ex bitch still the only bricks that i've been stacking been in tetris never measure up because we've been on a different metric and I don't give a fuck about who the next I fill the is. hole in my soul with Palace Supreme logos Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa I just wanna jump from the top and fly solo Fill the hole in my soul with Palace Supreme logos Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa I just wanna jump from the top and fly solo